Hello, I'm Kimberly Acosta, and we're here on Red Style with Glenda Begay. She lives down in Chicago and raising her. She's raised her three boys, and she goes on the powwow trail with her husband and family. And they, they have these all these businesses, and she's just an inspiration, I think, for Indian country. And I wanted to share with you her story. Can you tell us where you're from and tell me about your family a little bit? Okay, um, <clears throat> I'm originally from Santo Domingo, Pablo, known as Kiwa, and um, but now I reside in Chicago, Illinois, and I'm a proud mother of three boys, and they're all men now. And um, we do the Pablo Trail because it's our way of life now, since we're away from our pueblos and our reservation. And I'm married to a Navajo man, so he, which he grew up in Chicago, so we call Chicago home, and that's all. That's where we all reside in. So to keep our traditions and stuff, living in a big city, you know, we focus on family traditions, and that's what's really kind of kept us together, and our family bond and our love. <clears throat> and um, but my husband's a silversmith, and I'm also, um, you know, I help him with silver work, and I learned silver working through my husband just by watching him so I've learned a lot so we both work together and I also do arts and craft beat work and I make regalias for my boys and you know whoever tell us about your the, they're, they're the begay boys the famous <laughs> begay boys this isn't just any boys so tell us about the begay boys Okay, well, yeah, they're known as the Big A Boys. They're all brothers, of course, and um, they started off their really, names. Their, their names, my oldest one, Samuel Big A IV, Jamie Natani Big A, and my youngest, Michael Robert Lupi Big A. So they're all well known. We've traveled the Powell Trail since they were tiny tots, and they've been contesting dancing since they were in tiny tots and on on up. So they're they they still dance. So that's and you've really, been all over the world. We've been all over the world. We've been to London, England. We've been to Singapore, and we traveled across United States. And you know we still travel, and that's just what we love to do. And you guys do not only do merchandise booths where you guys all make everything, a lot of what you sell but you also have food booths, and then you guys dance. How do you do that all? <laughs> we just have to do what we gotta do, cause like I said, this is our way of life and it's our income. This is what we depend on to keep us afloat, you know, so. And living in Chicago, expenses really is expensive, so. You know, that's what keeps us going. And, you know, I do all the native food. I do Pueblo food, and we have a food stand, and then we have a craft stand. And, I mean, I guess we're just like jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> and you're raising your grandchildren? Yes, I took on two beautiful kids, and that's a blessing because all my boys, like I said, are all men now. So two little ones came into my world. So, you know, Sam and I were privileged to raise them as our own. Yes, yeah, so it's like Tell us about them. Um, their names are Elia Bigay. She's nine years old. And Raymond Bigay, he's eight. So, and they're both dancing too. So, and they're just big characters. They keep Dad and I keep. They keep us going. So, <laughs> yeah. So they're just wonderful kids. So they're learning the ways too. They're following in their older brother's footsteps. So they're dancing in powwows too. So, and when they're not in school, they also help with crafts too. So they make little hair ties. So we sell those for them. So whatever they make off of that, they that's what they use to go shopping. So. Yeah, Sam always tells me, quit spoiling them, you know, don't just give out money, make them earn it so they can learn what hard work
work is all about. So Do they help you make the regalia? Yes, they do. Actually, Elia helps me roll the cones and stuff, or she'll tie the knots for me for my jingles, and, you know, she does a lot of the pattern cutting for me. So I try to really teach them really young. So that's how I do it with my boys. Like, I, a lot of people are surprised that my boys can all cook. So, <laughs> so yes, they all can cook. I taught them cooking, you know, since they were little. I always told them, you know, so in case you marry somebody that can't cook, so you won't be starving at home while she's at work, you know, so... I taught them how to cook and they all can make food, native food and you know, so they are like my youngest son, Sam, uh, Ray, uh, Michael, he just graduated culinary arts school so and then he's, he landed a great job as a chef so, so I'm really proud of him so. And then the oldest one, he's taking care of his, my two beautiful granddaughters and then Jamie, he's still living with us and but he's got some calm, well he went to college for two years so. Mm -hmm. And then he's got a year to go, so he's planning on going back this um, this fall. So, how do you do? How do you raise two, three boys like that and make them turn into such gentlemen? I mean, I've known you guys and watched your boys grow up, you know. And in this day and age, and in what's going on across the Indian country, you know, you raise very—I don't know how do you say it—you know, they're they're gentlemen you know and it's a hard thing to do in in what's going on in the world today well it's really communication within our family i think it plays a really big role we always try to be open with our kids since they were young you know i like to know where my kids are since they were little who their friends are you know and you know like i said our traditions and you know i come from a really strict background of traditions and um you know was raised as being modest and i think we're losing a lot of that with our young women nowadays and um, i try to keep that going and our family I'm teaching my daughter to be modest because I think that's really kind of stepping into you know being a very young respectful woman and you know I don't allow a lot of things in my home and I try to keep my boys focused in the native ways as how I was raised and how my husband was raised too so and very like I said most important thing is communication and you know love and then be there for your kids you know like when they want to play sports you know we back them up you know 100% you know we're there you know supporting them every you know which way we can't and they went to the best of schools in Chicago and you know we were there for them you know they played sports and they did very well in sports too so, and then also on the weekends we go powwowings and then you know, so 100% mostly communication and, you know, just, you know, family dinners, that's where most of our important talks are, is family dinners. And when we eat family dinners, nobody eats in the living room, nobody eats in their bedroom, you know, we all sit at the dining table and we don't have a TV in there and that's the time we all talk and we talk about old stories or they always, they're always curious how I was raised on the reservation because I grew up on the Pueblo. Uh -huh. So, you know, we, I talk about how I was raised, you know, where we, what, what I've done with my life and, you know, being raised up in the Pueblos. And mm -hmm. it's a lot of difference, you know, raising kids in the, you know, city life. So, yeah. And you, got, and you did it in the city life. I mean, that's huge. Yes, it is. Especially Chicago, you yes. know. There's a lot of things in Chicago, a lot of tempting things that my boys could have easily, easily gone into, you mm -hmm. know, like there's a lot of gangs. 
you know, which I was a little scared, you know, raising my boys in the city. But like I said, our traditions and our power of traveling, you know, with arts and crafts, we try to keep them focused on that, you know. And like I said, you know, I... I hate to say, but, you know, I was a mo uh, nosy mom, but, <laughs> you know, being nosy moms, you know, it's not really bad. It's not a bad thing. Like I always tell my boys, I like to know where you're at because, you know, I love you and I care about you. And, you know, I want to know who you're hanging with, you know, so I always make sure that they have a cell phone, you know, at least call me if you yep. need me. So, but, you know, so that's, you know, I tell them that. So I always try to have them, you know, open up to me and stuff. So, yeah. And you guys also in the in the winter time, I know that you guys plow and you also do wholesale of a lot of your crafts, yes. right? Yes, we have a business during the winter months when we're not powwowing. So, and our we have a snow plow business, and my husband and my sons run that. So we have a lot of clientele, and you know, in Chicago where they snow plow, and when they do that, all I do is sit at home and take the <laughs> you know calls in where they gotta be, and you know, so I'm just sent them out and stuff and so that was that's my job yeah so so my winter months are easy I do that and then I sew at the same time too and I work on my arts and craft during the summer I mean the winter and have you always danced jingle um, actually well like I said I grew up in the Pueblo and I was raised up doing um, traditional dances corn dances August 4th is one of our big Santa Domingo feast days and I usually dance you know when I was growing up August 4th and then Christmas week I, I grew up dancing all kinds of dances and you know I'm very thankful how I was raised because my mother was a single mother I lost my father when he was real you know when I was really young so my mother you know really stepped up and raised us kids and she also raised a lot of um, my stepbrothers and stepsisters so I think I find a lot of my strength through my mother watching her and she did a lot of sewing and she's also a very good pottery too so yeah so I think I also learned the business through my mom because she used to sell under the portal in Santa Fe she sell her pottery there so and then I you know sit with her under there the portal and I watch her how she you know sells her pottery how she does her business and I think a lot of my business you know ways learned learn came came from there you know from mm -hmm. my mom so my mom's is a really you know inspiration to my heart so have you guys been back home to the reservation um, every now and then when I have a chance to I do but um, my my mom my mother's gone and I didn't really come from a big family but I still have um, relatives so yeah. I try to go home whenever I can to visit some of my relatives so yeah but yeah but the all the memories from there it's, it's still in my heart so I can never that can never fade away so if you could give us some advice on what anything you want to give us advice on for any kids or mothers out there or business people what would you like to share with us just when you you know when you have kids just you know open up to your kids don't push them away I mean you know nowadays uh, you know kids need a lot of love I think that's what's you know missing you know because a lot of mothers are starting to be workaholics you know but find time for your family you know even if it's just 
15 minutes, you know, sit down, talk to them, because I still do that with even with my older, mm -hmm. older sons. I mean, my oldest one's going to be 26 this month. And, you know, I, I call my boys my babies. They can still sit on my lap. I don't care how old they are, but I still call them my babies, you know, and you know, I miss them very much now that they have their own lives, you know, living their lives, but I, you know, miss them a lot. But, you know, communication is very important and, you know, spent family time together. And, you know, even, you know, nowadays we make time, you know, on the weekend, even if it's Sunday or Monday night, we all go to the movies and or we all go out to eat for dinner, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, find time for your family. You know, that's the most important thing. And, you know, because you have to be there for your kids, you know guide them down the path because we're the ones that were already lived our lives and we know what's what's right and what's wrong so well thank you for joining me to be a casual talk you know uh -huh. because I think what you have to do yeah. you know what you've done is important yeah. for the world to yeah. see I mean it's not this isn't much but it's at least something to give a little eye view yeah. of what you do yeah there's a lot of things in my mind I want to say but